Did I speak my dreams into existence? No, absolutely not. And that's because I don't have that power. Nor does anybody else but God. Literally but God. Hello and welcome back to the Hardy Homemaker Podcast. My name is Brienne, your new mom BFF. I'm a wife, mom of two, homemaker, and entrepreneur passionate about helping busy mamas beat the overwhelm by living a simpler lifestyle. On this podcast, we focus on the acronym HOME. The H stands for habits, O for organization, M for mindset, and E for efficiency. Each week, we'll dive into one of these topics to help you simplify your life so that you can focus on what matters to you most, your family, your home, your life. Some topics you can expect to hear on this podcast include decluttering, minimalism, faith, organization, habits, strategies for managing your home, biblical mindset, time management, slow and simple living, and so much more. In a world that glorifies busyness and hustle culture, what would it look like to live a simpler, more purposeful life without constantly feeling irritated, overwhelmed, and overstimulated? On this podcast, we will show you how. Get ready for your life to change, Mama. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome home. Hey friend, just giving a little heads up, what I'll be discussing in today's episode may not be fitted for children listening. Just letting you know, so you might want to go ahead and listen to this episode with some headphones on or later when the kids aren't around. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello, friend, and welcome back to the Hardy Homemaker Podcast. Friend, you are in for a spicy episode today. This is actually probably one of the spiciest episodes you'll probably ever hear from me, but bear with me. This may be a bit of a longer episode than usual because I have a lot of notes on this one. Now, I'll be honest, I have not done any episodes like this since the beginning of the podcast and have not wanted to touch this topic with a 10-foot pole, but the last week or so, the Lord was really pressing on my heart that I really needed to record this episode. So here I am. Hi, hello. I'm going to go ahead and try to make this combo as lighthearted as possible for a pretty dark topic. So here we go. Now, if you're wondering to yourself, why are you about to talk about New Age spirituality? Well, friend, you may or may not know, especially if you listen to the earlier episodes, is that before Christ radically saved me, I was into witchcraft and went to psychics all the time. And in case you're thinking to yourself, so is New Age witchcraft? Well, it's a lot, actually. It's your occult practices like witchcraft, but also tarot and oracle card readings, psychic readings, new and full moon rituals, cleansing your chakras and crystals, energy clearing, shadow work, meditation, soul realignments, and human design, and angel numbers, and the Enneagram. Literally, the list goes on and on and on and on. And New Age is actually not new whatsoever. It's just pagan practices wrapped up in a pretty package, leading you down a path of idolatry and narcissism disguised as bettering yourself. And I sound pretty harsh saying that, but it's the truth, unfortunately. It's the harsh truth. And if you go ahead and check out Deuteronomy 18, 9-13, it is actually pretty explicit what God thinks about occult practices. I'll go ahead and read to you that verse right now. So it says, When you enter the land the Lord your God has given you, do not learn to imitate the detestable ways of the nations there. Let no one be 
among you who sacrifices their son or daughter in the fire, who practices divination or sorcery, or interprets omens, engages in witchcraft or casts spells, or who is a medium or a spiritist who consults the dead. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. Because of these same detestable practices, the Lord your God will drive out those nations before you. You must be blameless before the Lord your God. And then also, if you go a little further in Isaiah, it talks about how astrologers are going to burn in their own fire. So it's Isaiah 47, 13 through 14. It says, You are wearied with your many counsels. Let now the astrologers, those who prophesy by the stars, those who predict by the new moons, stand up and save you from what will come upon you. Behold, they have become like stubble. Fire burns them. They cannot deliver themselves from the power of the flame. There will be no coal to warm by, nor a fire to sit before. Now those are just two examples, but there are plenty of more verses and stories in the Bible that tells you what God's thoughts are on occult practices. And I thought I'd go ahead and share with you this episode of the three things I wish I could tell my my friends that are new age spirituality because maybe you have a friend who is dabbling in this too or maybe you yourself has dabbled in the occult recently or you are a new ager who stumbled upon this or you just thought this is a catchy title and you want to know more about it but more so this episode of what I would tell my friends that are in new age is to go ahead and equip you especially if you are a Christian and the reason why I say that is because New Age has become so much more easily accessible than it ever was when I was in it. I mean, metaphysical shops itself are popping up left and right everywhere and have become so mainstream that you're going to go ahead and see tarot decks not only in your local bookstore, but even astrology decks at the checkout line at TJ Maxx. And I truly believe, contrary to popular belief, New Agers are some of the easiest to witness to. I believe, oops, sorry, I just knocked my cup over. <laughs> I believe personally that New Agers are easy to witness to because they are very in tune with the spiritual world and are very open to what you tell them. And in that same breath, I will also say that they will take every other direction before coming to Jesus. So, Let's go ahead and jump right on in. Oh my goodness, I'm so nervous, but here we go. These are the three things that I wish I could tell my new age friends that are in new age spirituality. All right, here we go. So number one, the first thing that I wish I could tell my new age friends is there is no such thing as manifestation and the law of attraction is nonsense. Ooh, there it is. So in case you are unfamiliar, law of attraction and manifesting has been popping off everywhere on social media, especially lately. And the law of attraction states that the quote unquote universe creates and provides for you what you focus on and that your thoughts become your reality and that like attracts like. And the definition of manifestation is that you speak your dreams into existence and your ambitions and whatever else into existence. I mean, it sounds nice, right? And then they tell you that the law of attraction is actually backed up by quantum physics and your vibrations, aka your energy, is doing all the attracting. And you better not have a bad thought come in your head or you're going to be attracting bad outcomes. And then to go ahead and top it off, you've got to do all these affirmations to rewire your subconscious and limiting beliefs. Oy, you know, 
When I left spirituality, this was a topic that I had the hardest time understanding. Like, is it true? Is it not true? Because I thought I manifested my first house. But in reality, we were just in a really great financial situation to afford that house. I thought I quote unquote manifested getting published as a photographer. But in reality, I put myself out there, submitted the wedding photos and prayed like crazy they would accept my submission. And they did. And I thought I manifested getting pregnant with our son. But in reality... That's the possible outcome from having sex when you're ovulating and God is the one who blessed us with him. Did I speak my dreams into existence? No, absolutely not. And that's because I don't have that power, nor does anybody else but God, literally but God. Now, the law of attraction, that is just baloney. Let me tell you what, I had a hard time deciphering law of attraction because it's taught in the prosperity gospel, like you see with the Joel Osteens and Kenneth Copelands of the world. And there's no doubt whatsoever that there is power in your words. Like it says in the Bible, it says that life and death are in the power of the tongue. But the problem with law of attraction is one, in order for it to be a quote unquote universal law, it has to be correct 100% of the time. Look at gravity, for instance. That's a universal law. What comes up must go down. So let's go ahead and use an example for the law of attraction, all right? So there are a ton of people who use the law of attraction when trying to win the lottery, and they visualize everything they would do if they got that much money, and they focus on it nonstop. And they play the lottery, and then guess what? They either lose or get a couple bucks. And if it were a universal law, the quote-unquote universe would provide, wouldn't it? This is where New Agers would totally gaslight me right now and say, no, it just wasn't for your highest good or you didn't visualize hard enough or you didn't put out good vibes enough. And again, it's not a universal law. And if it doesn't work 100% of the time, it is not a law. And another problem you run into with the law of attraction is the whole premise that like attracts like, that similar energies are drawn to each other and to constantly have positive thoughts and not negative ones or negative things will happen to you. And one, it is completely unrealistic to have positive thoughts 24-7 even if you try. Even the most positive, happy people in the world still have negative thoughts. And also that gives the idea if you have a negative thought or think a negative outcome might happen, that that negativity will be drawn to you because like attracts like. And that is nonsense. It's complete nonsense. Let's go ahead and use an example that someone gets cancer, right? Super sad, but example, right? Is that because they were having negative energy, therefore cancer attracted itself to them because like attracts like? No, absolutely not. Because life happens and stuff happens, all right? And I know I probably sound so harsh right now, but I just get so fired up about these new age topics because it's pretty packaged garbage. <laughs> all right. So all I said, if I could tell my new age friends one thing, it would be that manifesting and law of attraction is nonsense. All right. On to number two. So the second thing that I would tell my new age friends, if I could, would be this. Number two. Every time you cleanse slash clear your energy, meditate, or even do yoga, you invite seven darker spirits to come in and inhabit. All right? 
So with many New Agers, they have rituals that they do every single day, like meditate or do yoga, or if they're going through a hard time, they'll go to practitioners who will quote-unquote cleanse your energy, like your Reiki healers and your shamans or your quote-unquote healers in general. And to go ahead and get this out of the way, I may get backlash for this one, but it's totally okay. But yes, yoga is demonic. Yes, it stretches your body, but the poses you're doing, you are yoking with Hindu demons. And the word yoga literally means to yoke, and each pose you are yoking with a Hindu deity. The warrior poses, one, two, and three, you are acting out a murder scene whether you realize it or not. And by the way, there is no such thing as Christian yoga. You can't put Christian in front of something to try to make it holier when it's clearly not. That's like saying, oh, it's not a Ouija board. It's a Christian Ouija board. Like, no, it just doesn't work like that. But I'm going to go ahead and put some resources and links below in the show notes so you can go ahead and check that out for yourself if you want to. But on to the meditation energy clearings. All right. So here's what happens. You go ahead and meditate or you get an energy cleansing or Reiki healing. And guess what? You feel amazing and you feel fantastic and then you feel wonderful. But then what happens is inside of you later on the day after you meditate or if you forget to meditate, heaven forbid, or a couple days after that energy cleanse you get, you start feeling out of sorts again. You start to have all this anxiety start creeping up again and you don't feel grounded and something isn't right. Why is that? All right. Well, I'll tell you what it is. So if you go to Luke 11, 24 through 26, it's called the return of the unclean spirit. So this is what it says. When the unclean spirit has gone out of a person, it passes through waterless places seeking rest and finding none. It says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when it comes, it finds the house swept and put in order. Then it goes and brings seven other spirits more evil than itself. And they enter and dwell there. And the last state of that person is worse than the first. There's your answer. (laughs) We live in a spiritual world. And when you are doing these occult spiritual practices, this is what you open yourself up to. Now, meditation for New Age is nothing like Christian meditation, by the way. Yes, in the Bible, it says to meditate, but that's on God's word and what you are reading, not to clear or empty your mind. Because like I said, this is what you open yourself up to when you're doing that kind of stuff. And I'll be honest, when I first read Luke 11, 24 through 26 after being saved, I had the same reaction to when I read Deuteronomy 18, 9 through 13, because I knew exactly what it was talking about. You know, I spent thousands upon thousands of dollars wasted to get these energy clearings and cleansings to just feel 10 times worse a few days later. And As months went by, I progressively got worse and progressively got more and more depressed and sought out more and more occult practices thinking that's going to be the truth or the answer to all of my problems and that I would finally have that long lasting peace. But I didn't and I never did. Until, all right, which leads to number three. The third thing that I wish I could tell my new age friends is this. That long-lasting peace you are looking for can only be found in Jesus Christ. I would tell them the good news, and that good news is this. None of us are perfect. We have all made mistakes, and we are all sinners. We have all fallen short of the glory of God. Our sins are what separates us from God, and the wages for sin is death. 
But God so loved the world and he loved you so much that he sent his only son from heaven, Jesus Christ, to live a perfect and holy life to die on the cross for all of our sins. He died on the cross to take punishment for our sins and rose from the dead three days later. And if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe with all of your heart that God raised him from the dead, that you too will be saved. No one is too far gone from Christ, not even New Agers. No one is too far gone. So yeah, that is what I would say to them. This is what I'd say to my friends who are in New Age spirituality. So again, this was probably one of the spiciest episodes I've ever shared, but it's been pressed on my heart to record this for a while. And my prayer is that one New Ager, whether that be my friend or not, hears this episode and that a Holy Spirit seed would be planted. You know, when I look back on all the Holy Spirit seeds that were planted, one of them was actually an episode of Stephanie Gass's where she brought on a former New Ager who was calling out all New Age spirituality stuff. And I was so triggered by it. But that seed got planted and would have never guessed eight months later that my life would be completely transformed and that I would be saved. And Friend, if you feel called to share this episode with a friend or with a new ager, totally send it to them. And if you want to hear more episodes like this, more spicy episodes, I can go down way more in depth, like why you shouldn't practice astrology or the Enneagram or anything like that, any sort of occult practices. So if that's something you'd be interested in hearing more about, go ahead and send me a message in my DMs over at Hardy Homemaker on Insta, and I will get back to you as soon as I can. But other than that, that's it, friend. Friend, I hope you have the most beautiful rest of your week. And until next time, I'll chat with you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Hardy Homemaker podcast. For resources and materials, head over to hardyhomemaker.com. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend, or better yet, leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts so that more mamas can find this podcast and live a simpler lifestyle too. Who knows? You might even have your review highlighted at the beginning of one of the next podcast episodes. As always, I am praying for you, and I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your week. Until next time, I'll chat with you soon.